0: Welcome to the first episode of possibly your favorite podcast. We are here and it is Taking Points. I'm Devin. I've got Chad here. And each week we are going to talk about almost anything and everything. We're going to pull topics in and we are going to give our takes. We're going to debate. We're going to argue. We're going to disagree. We're going to agree. And we're going to talk about all kinds of things that you're going to want to hear about. We're going to have special segments every week, things like the best era for things or things that are overrated, underrated. We're going to talk about words and phrases that we want to see gone. You're not going to want to miss this show, and we are excited that you're listening in for the first time. Chad, what's up, my man?
1: Hey, good morning, brother. How are you today?
0: Good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to be. Uh, I'm excited to get started. So, yeah,
1: me too, man. I, I uh, hear you talk about uh us arguing that might be my favorite part let's get at it
0: i feel like there's going to be some things coming up so we're not going to waste any time we're going to dive right in here on the first episode so we are going to pick about seven topics a week we spend some time during the week filling up a list of topics we pick the seven that we like the most and then we're just going to give you our thoughts and our takes this is something that we typically do uh without any prompting uh over the phone And over the years of our friendship, and usually the debates and talks can go for a long time. So we're going to really limit ourselves to try and get right to the core of what we think. So we're jumping right in. It is Super Bowl week. Uh, It is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is Mahomes versus Brady, which brings us right into the first thing we're talking about, which is can Mahomes ever surpass Brady as the GOAT? Does he have to win this year in order to do that? And so, Chad, I'm going to let you take it first.
1: Yeah, man, I think it's it's both. I think it's no and yes. I think uh, I don't believe he can ever surpass Brady uh, because uh, I don't believe it's all about just chips. I think we overvalue championships and we take away the team aspect of championships and the, the organizational aspect of championships. And we say, man, it's all about one person. We've done this extremely uh, effectively with Jordan. We've rewritten history and just said six for six, that's all that matters. Uh, But you got to take into account with Brady, it's Super Bowl appearances, drafted 199th, the Patriot controversy, the Patriot dynasty, and maybe most importantly, his longevity. Even if Patrick Mahomes goes 15, 16 years, he's not going to go 20, 25. And then if he's going to have a chance, Devin, he has to beat the GOAT this Sunday. He has to. Most players never get a chance to beat the current GOAT head-to-head. And so I'll reference something like Jordan and Magic. Imagine the history if Magic had beaten Jordan in the finals when the Bulls played the Lakers. Would Jordan ever have become the GOAT? If Magic beat him head-to-head in the finals, I don't believe he would have. It would put a blemish on his record that was never to be argued. I,
0: I, think, I think the key here is I think it's a great comparison because I think it's side-by-side. You have the basketball debate, which is Jordan and LeBron, and it's very clear, and people could argue, but I don't think it's arguable. LeBron is the better athlete. He is more gifted and talented athletically. He has a more well-rounded game but Jordan has the killer instinct in the six-for-six championships. I think it's the same thing on the other side. Tom Brady does what it takes. He sent his family away for 12 days, even though he's got a 22,000-square-foot house with 22 rooms in it, and yet he sent, because he has this I-will-win-at-any-cost mentality that has taken him to 10 Super Bowls and with six rings, Mahomes is clearly the better athlete, clearly the more talented quarterback. But... Mahomes has only won one Super Bowl, and it's a long career ahead of him. And in, uh, football is a 100% injury rate in the sport. And so there's all kinds of things that could happen between now and then. I do think, though, this is the on-ramp because Jordan and LeBron never played each other. So that debate can kind of always live in the ethereal, well, we'll never know. These guys are seeing each other head-to-head in the Super Bowl on the biggest stage. And if Mahomes ever wants to be able to vault him, he will have to beat him in this one, I think.
1: Here's the problem I see with this entire conversation is we're asking about GOAT status when a guy has one championship. Like, holler at me when he gets four or five. This is ridiculous. If I'm Brady, I'm just I'm just offended that I'm in this conversation. Like, compare Lamar and Patrick Mahomes or stay in his lane. You are so in my GOAT field. That I don't even—you're not even allowed in the fence. It's a ridiculous conversation to even have, and I—I I came up with a defense for it, but it offends me to even have. It. <laughs> I think so it's—I I do, it, I I do think it—I
0: do think it is premature. Being the goat. So that horn means it's time to move on because we keep going for a long time. So you guys are going to hear that, uh, but we're moving on to the next one: movies where the sequel was better than the original. So a movie where the sequel was better than the original, and I—I I really, for me. I'm not as big of a movie buff. I know you are. You're you're a bigger movie buff than me for sure. But uh, I really, I, I tried to go through and I tried to think, and there was maybe two instances I could come up with. One was kind of a, pr- a progressive. It's the Rocky series. It it. I mean, there's no Rocky series without Rocky one setting the table, right? But I mean, the progression that each movie went through and the story told. But I don't know if any sequel was necessarily better than the original. They just It was a great storytelling until they got to the Creed spinoff. Now, you could argue, is Creed a sequel or is it kind of a spinoff? And if it's a spinoff, it's you know, maybe not part of this conversation. But if it's a sequel, then, then I've, I don't know if I can go all the way there, but I am close because Michael B. Jordan and the story and how he and Sylvester Stallone kind of brought that series back to life Is unbelievable the other one I think of is the Dark Knight Uh, the Dark Knight Heath Ledger the Joker I love that Batman trilogy that part of the Batman uh, storytelling yes but the Dark Knight far outshines the first one in that trilogy in in my opinion yeah
1: absolutely and I, I have the Dark Knight on my list as well I think I think your take on Creed is ridiculous The main character changes. I don't know how that's a sequel at all. I appreciate the stretch though, so it was really nice. Uh, Rocky II. I don't know if it's any better than Rocky One. The truth is, Rocky really doesn't get great until four. We all talk about the Russian. We all love. I must break you. That yeah, I must. We got we got quotes from it. You know, outside the first one is just Yo, Adrian. That's all we got. Which is still good. (laughs) Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. It's clearly better than the original Star Wars. Everyone dozes off or gets bored in the original Star Wars. Luke is such a chump in the original Star Wars. He finally gets some hair on his chest when we get to Empire Strikes Back. Yoda enters the scene. I mean, things really take off in Empire Strikes Back. And this might be one that you're not familiar with as well. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. If you've never seen Terminator, the original one is not great at all it it only sold tickets because of because of Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator 2 the storyline takes off it's completely captivating they have a liquid terminator a liquid terminator how much better can it get than that Terminator 2 Dark Knight Empire Strikes Back for me
0: I'm just I'm just going to take your word on it I have seen the Terminators but it's been a long time All right there's a bell and we are moving on so NBA midseason thoughts. This is going to be really tough to pull down into one concise about minute because you and I are huge NBA guys and there's been a lot happening. So go ahead, your NBA midseason thoughts.
1: Yeah, I tried to take the whole of things that we've seen so far. We're almost at the all star break if an all star break happens. Uh, but I kind of broke it down into four things. Uh, the first one being the most important and the thing we agree upon probably more than anything else we'll agree on this podcast LeBron is better than ever. He just is better than ever. His three-pointer looks like it's Preach. with ease. It doesn't even look like he's anymore. He's he's trolling the ball behind his back and in front and just jacking with people now. Number two, Golden State's better than I expected. Mm. And it pains me to say that. Yep. I can't stand Golden State. Draymond Green's giving props to LeBron, so that's making me like him more, which is just grieves my spirit because I don't Earth. like you know him at all. But Golden State's better than I expected. Brooklyn is is, is as annoying as I expected them to be. Mm. I don't want to watch them. I don't like their style of basketball. And the three of those players combined equal into my single least favorite team in the NBA by far. And then lastly, no surprise here. Hot take, everybody. Paul George is good in the regular season. (gasps) Shocker. Paul George is good in the regular season.
0: I would have never said that.
1: (laughs) Never. Yeah, PG3 can hit a shot in the regular season. Call me in the first round of the playoffs when he goes 0 for 8.
0: Yeah, so you and I are pretty in sync on the NBA, so there's no arguments. I, I i will I just have two big things that I think in the midseason are big things to point out. Obviously, LeBron doing GOAT things in year 18, and he ain't even close to slowing down. So just enjoy the ride. To all the haters out there, please stop and just enjoy the ride. But two things. One I went in early on LaMelo Ball, even though I would have thought that probably wasn't a good idea. But so far, LaMelo Ball will be a legit NBA player. I believe he will have a legit borderline all-star or all-star career uh, based on how he plays the game. Like, I've really enjoyed seeing him. And number two... Do you
1: agree, do you agree that he will be the best ball?
0: He will be the better the ball, ball, easily. I, I I don't think it'll even be a question in about two years. He will be the better ball brother in the NBA, Uh, number two, uh, the Nets and this whole they beat the Clippers and they play defense when they need to, seven-game series. That's all I want to say, seven-game series. It's great to do it one time, but when you have to play a team possibly seven times in a row and you don't have anybody that can defend, guess what great teams with film and good coaches and all that can figure out? How to slow your offense down, and then you're in trouble. That's where I'll leave that.
1: And let me just say, I, and I know, I know I heard the horn, but I'm gonna keep going. Kyrie played enough defense in that one game that he's so tired of defense he won't play it for another two months. Oh. Seven game series, I agree with you. They're done. Yep. They I don't have a chance.
0: All right, we're moving on to the next one, and since we we, we went a little bit long on that one, but that's fine because this one can be a pretty straightforward. You just got to pick one. So that's what we're gonna do. Kids' toy that are still fun to play with. You've got kids. I've got kids. And and we know that that like we get them toys, but sometimes there's a toy you're like, yeah, I'm getting this for you, but it's kind of because I want to play with it. And and mine recently, it just they just got into it. My boys just got into Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels, and Hot Wheels tracks are so fun to me. Building them, connecting them to things, yes. making the loops, all of it. I'm I'm Hot Wheels are like my favorite kid's toy to still play with.
1: Man, that's a really good good take. I didn't I didn't consider Hot Wheels. I, I wish I would have now. Uh, and depending on how you parent, I know it's very polarizing now to, you know, we, we want, you know, you know, we want to be careful with kids shooting and guns and all that. But I have, I have three boys and Nerf guns have never died. Mm. They are as popular now as they were then. I still enjoy shooting my kids with them. They enjoy shooting me. Absolutely. They shoot mom. We shoot the dog. They never go out of style. They just put new logos on them. And they sell them for three times what they used to when I was a kid. But man, Hot Wheels is a great pull. As a matter of fact, it makes me wish that I had some Hot Wheels right now. Cause those are, I used to have all the fun, neat kind of designs and yep. the cars you wish you would have when you grew up.
0: Yep. They've just gotten into it for Christmas. They got a big Hot Wheels table that you can connect track to. It's awesome. So that's uh, great. All right. Uh, this is one that I'm very curious. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. The most important office character. And when I say you got to
1: go you got to go first. You okay. Go first.
0: Not and and when we say important I'm clarifying not like the funniest or favorite, the important to the series that makes it. And yeah. and I would argue that the most important office character is Dwight Schrute. I think Dwight Schrute is the key in that show because if you drew kind of the funniest interactions lines out, you have Dwight and Michael's relationship and and how that kind of always keeps Dwight in that second chair assistant to the regional manager. You obviously have Jim and Dwight, and they're pranking kind of halfway liking each other a little bit. You have Pam and Dwight, who have this kind of under-the-table, always-brewing friendship where they kind of really – he genuinely cares about her even though he always pretends he doesn't. Dwight and Andy Bernard later on around Angela. I mean, just – there's so many storylines and so many pieces of the show that all connect back to needing Dwight to be exactly who he is to make some of Michael's funniest moments, Jim's funniest moments, some of the funniest moments later on with Annie Bernard's to all center around Dwight. So I would argue Dwight Schrute is the most important office character.
1: I hold the office in the same level as LeBron James. I believe the office is the GOAT. Of comedy TV, agreed. Uh, I will I will not be pushed off of that. Parks and Rec is a cheap imitation knockoff that I refuse to watch. Agreed. But I thought this was an area that we could argue, and it's not. It is Dwight Schrute. Uh, The comedy hinges on him for almost every other character. Every other character hinges upon Dwight. He has the best family story with the farm, with Moe's, mm-hmm. the final episode, this is probably, if you were going to argue with me today, I had this ready for you. <laughs> the final episode is the wedding on his farm. Mm-hmm. You're going to conclude the entire show at his farm. Yep. That tells you Dwight Schrute, by far, is the the thing that hinges, uh, really, the office. And I, I, as I was watching it, Uh, recently I realized that and so this question really made me think yeah he's kind of the linchpin if you pull him out I can't imagine the show without him and and this is a show they got rid of Michael its main character and still kept going and I think it was because of Dwight not Jim not Pam not Toby not you know all the rest of them
0: oh I mean gets rid of Michael and then one of the greatest parts of the second half of that run was when Dwight was acting manager shoots the I mean just he still held it all together, so could not.
1: I'm, I'm actually I'm actually disappointed that we didn't have more of him running the office. Like, oh. I think when Michael left, I think the show with Dwight running the office would have been great for seasons. And I'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed that we didn't get to see that.
0: I do too. All right. Uh, did Justin Thomas deserve the backlash? So I'm going to let you take the start on this.
1: All right. This is tough, right? Because there are things. You just can't say, and there was always things you can't say. And today in today's culture with social media, these players are wired. They have the microphone near their face, 24, seven. They, they don't have fans in golf right now. So you're miking up these players. You're getting, you're seeing how much they swear. You're seeing what they really think. It's It's riveting TV. But what comes along with that is what we saw with Justin Thomas, and it's unfortunate. My answer to your question would be yes and no. Yes, because that's the culture now, and Justin has to know that, and Justin has to be a professional to know he's wired up, and Justin has to know, like everybody else, that there are words that you just shouldn't say and that you can't say and that you are held to a higher standard because you're on television and you're a professional sports athlete. No, because uh, he was speaking to himself. Uh, He was self deprecating himself. You know, he, he was being hard on himself. He wasn't calling anyone uh, these, these things. He, he didn't say it to his caddy. He didn't say it to a fellow player. Uh, He didn't say it to a fan. Uh, It was just him. And so it's yes, because I believe if you're going to be professional in any kind of arena, you need to be held to a professional standard. It's no, because uh, I just think that it wasn't as egregious as the backlash he got.
0: I, I do think that he maybe got, uh, I do think the backlash was disproportionate. And I agree 100% with uh, you know, the understanding of where he is and, and what's going on and that he's mic'd up and all of that stuff. I think it's a I think it's a question one of, you know, I think people got upset because if you're just because you got caught on microphone, you still would have said it. And number two, I think that the issue that people have is yes, he was self deprecating, but you're using that phrase to to be deprecating. You know, like that's mm-hmm. the that's the argument people would have is you're saying that this thing is a bad thing and even though you're saying it about yourself, you're kind of lumping me in you know, and, and so I think it's why he faced the backlash he did. But I, I agree with you in the fact that there's just a reality, too. There's just words and things you can't say, and you shouldn't. And, and, and I, I don't know. I, I, but I do think that it's – I do think it's really difficult because I do think athletes in particular get put into really vulnerable situations because they're in the heat of playing a game. There's a ton of pressure on them. There's millions of dollars on the line. There's eyes everywhere. I mean, I get shaky on a T box and I'm playing with two people, and it doesn't matter what I do. But you know these guys have sponsorships and tons on the line, and they get put in these vulnerable positions where, in the heat of frustration or being upset with themselves, they say something or react in a way quickly, and everybody gets to watch it.
1: Here's my biggest problem with the whole thing is' we're just, fir- we're just rapid to throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. We just are so quick to it, as if we never said anything off camera which most of us live our lives off camera you know all of our lives and we we act like we've never said anything that we regret saying uh, who, which one of us 10 years ago whoever you were you you didn't grow from whatever that was it doesn't mean you said egregious things or anything like that but it just means we're all growing we all become better and i think this is a time where i saw justin thomas post he's trying to get better he he did some self-evaluation and i think that's great i, I think there's the standard that you're held to, and then I think the backlash, what I don't like about the backlash is it comes from us who make the same kind of mistakes. True. That's the problem. Yeah. We throw we throw the stones instead of saying, Hey Justin, that's a that's a red card. Here's an, an opportunity.
0: To, yeah, don't say it, but here's an opportunity to grow. So we that's are true. we have uh because we went we, we took a little time and, and this is the first episode, we have a last topic that we are gonna save for next time. Because I really want to get into it, and it's a little teaser. I think this one will be fun, so make sure you turn to the next episode to hear what this last topic was. But we're jumping in to our weekly special segment, and that is overrated, underrated, or just right. So we are going to take four things, and we are going to quickly uh, debate whether they are overrated, underrated, or just right, and give about one or two reasons why. You feel that way. So we are starting off first with Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, overrated, underrated, or just right.
1: He is underrated. I think Lamar Jackson, I I went, I went back and forth on this one. I believe the standard that we hold uh, him after just a few seasons. uh, He's the MVP of the league. Like how, like, and then we, you know, we evaluate him like he's won five Super Bowls. The guy got his playoff win this year. He's leading his team. He's, per, you know, he's he's so effective on camera. He says the right things. He's a young man. He's a great leader. And I think we underrate how good a job he has done. And I don't think anybody expected him to be this great coming out of Louisville. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think he's underrated.
0: I'm going to go just right. I think he's just right right now. I, I think – I think he gets a lot of praise. He was the league MVP, which is a regular season award. He did win his first playoff game, but he still hasn't quite figured out that piece, but it's early for him. And so I think the whole like, oh, he can't win a Super Bowl. He can't I, he just got started. Uh there are guys that have been in the league for eight, nine seasons that finally get over the hump and win a Super Bowl. So I think right now for him it's just right. I think he's He's praised and lauded, but he's the quarterback and so he's going to take some criticism and there are some legitimate holes I think right now in his game that he has to address. So I think he's sitting just right. Next one up.
1: You know who should be you know you know who should be asked that? Harbaugh. True. Ask Harbaugh if he's underrated or overrated cuz he saved his job.
0: That's fact. All right, next one up, uh the Greek got, freak. Who we got next? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Overrated, underrated, oh push. My
1: gosh, bro. This is the most overrated individual in the NBA. It's not even an argument to me. This guy can be covered so easy in the playoffs. You crowd the paint. He can't shoot outside. He can't make free throws. Uh, This, I don't even have to give an argument because I feel it's so clear that we are just, he, he almost could get a push because he made Milwaukee better. And they're on the map. But the more and more I look at it, the media laps this guy up and he is overrated.
0: I agree one hundred percent. And I think I the biggest reason why he's overrated, because he is a he is a great player and he is a talented player, and he has made a franchise better. And all I, I get what people would argue against. I would say my biggest push against him and why he's overrated is the back-to-back league MVPs. I do not think that he is the type of player and had the type of seasons, even though he had stats and things, truly to be the back-to-back league MVP. So that's my biggest push against him. All right, next up. Uh, this was a, this was yours uh, that you got, and I was very excited when I saw it on because I thought it was a great uh, – yeah, I didn't expect it. Chip and Joanna Gaines, overrated, underrated, or just right?
1: You go ahead because this stokes emotion in me. I shouldn't go first.
0: Okay, Chip and Joanna Gaines, for me, I'm going to say, uh, to be honest, overrated. Now, here's why I would say it. I would have not probably had that opinion uh, when they were kind of in their heyday, in their prime, because I watched the show, too, with my wife, and they did, I mean, the way they flipped those houses was pretty incredible. And But after, after seeing the show, after going, I took my wife right before we had our first son to Waco for, like, a trip, and we did the whole Magnolia, after actually being at Magnolia, And then them kind of stepping out, I think they're kind of overrated because they really haven't carried, I don't feel like, I guess I don't hear about them that much. I know they're starting a new show. I know they're starting a new network, but I haven't heard a ton about it. So I feel maybe a touch overrated, to be honest, especially going to Magnolia. Like it was cool, but it was way overpriced everything. And it it was, it seems like much more than it is when you see it on the show versus when you get there in person.
1: Man, bro, I'll tell you on this one, this is the ski slope of this uh, segment where you start 10 years ago and you are underrated and then you go to a push and then you go to overrated and now, I know this isn't part of the segment and I'm breaking the rules, they are irrelevant.
0: Oh Irrelevant, Okay. my word. New they got ranking. A new
1: show, they, they, got a, they got a new show coming out. And it needs to not be on. You had your five minutes. It's over. If you go to Magnolia in Waco, go to the Dr. Pepper Museum, save your money. It's going to be way too expensive. You can't buy a coffee cup at that place. And it, it is just time to move on from Chip and Joanne. All right. Hans, and
0: we are still trying to hold on. So now I see where you put this. You just need to get that off your chest. I like it.
1: I just had to let it go. I had All to right. get it done. Now I feel better.
0: The last one, this one's going to be fairly easy. And this is, this is it before we wrap it up. AirPods.
1: All right, man. Just right. Just right. Uh, and the price I'm wearing them right now, right? I've got them in and they are amazing. And the noise cancellation is amazing, but what they cost keeps them from being underrated. I really would have went higher except for, uh, Man, they just hurt the pocketbook so bad they do. that uh, that I that I went just right. They are exactly what I should get for how much I pay for them. That's where that's go. where I put them.
0: I would I would I broke it out a little bit because AirPods, the first generation, second generation, just right. AirPod Pro, I think, are slightly underrated, slightly underrated because <laughs> of the noise cancellation for two little in ear headphones. Yes. I mean, I have been in grocery stores had them in, listening to a podcast, walking through, getting stuff, taking them out to, and like whoosh, the noise. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had no, I mean, there could have been a war going on in the store and I would have had no clue. So uh, I'm going to say they're just slightly underrated. All right, we're going to wrap it up. You got 15 seconds to give your final thought of the day before we close this thing out.
1: All right, it's pretty simple. We're headed towards uh, everybody get excited, the greatest year in sports history. As soon as this pandemic releases, we're going to have the return of fans, the filling of stadiums. The country has always needed sports coming out of tragedy. Reference 9-11 if you need to see it. And we've got LeBron, Brady, and Tiger all competing at the same time. The greatest year in sports coming up right after these seasons end. I can't wait for it.
0: I like it. I like it. That's a good take. My final thought, it's pretty simple. It goes back up to what we talked about. Whatever your favorite toy, uh, as a kid's toy, is still to play with, even if you don't have kids, go buy it today. Go buy one and play a little bit this weekend. Have a little fun. Get a Hot Wheels track. I, you can go to the Dollar Tree, and you can get about three feet of Hot Wheels track for three bucks. So uh, find a kid's toy. Have a little fun this weekend. Take a little break. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we are so excited that you're going to be listening along with us. We are going to have an episode each week. Uh, this was Taking Points. Taking Points.